We are live. Welcome to Car Talk with Nutty J. It's Sunday night. It's the kickback. Uh, I'm here in the room with Adam Grosso, and I'm also here with uh, online with Patrick and Rizzy Ross. What is happening with Yo. you guys? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. It's all happening, man. It's all happening. We we out there. We live. We going out checking out cars. Tell uh, the big Rizzy Ross does it. Always living it big, always doing the doing the, the big dreams. He's, he's a dreamer, isn't he, Riz Ross? That's it, man. Today I was checking out top of the range Kodiak RS. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty, pretty impressive, man. They've got like Alcantara seats and carbon fiber um, around the glove box and on the outer linings. Pretty cool car. Yeah. So, and that's the uh, and, and that's the latest one. Yeah, it's the latest one with the virtual cockpit and everything. Oh right, okay. So, anyway, checking them out. So, I'll, I'll fill you guys in on what the backstory is uh, later in the show. Yep, we'll get to that in a second. Blake's got a comment for you, Riz. He's like, you're dreaming of space Lego men every day and every night. He says he, he needs a new new dream. Oh, I, I think that's a great dream, Riz. I think that, I think that dream is a good dream. Lego all the way, Riz. That's it, man. It's the way we roll. I went to the, I went to the Lego... Um, uh, there's a, there's a big Lego shop in, in High Point now. That, have you seen oh, that? Really? Yeah. No, i got to go. Oh, sick. Like next to Apple, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's next to Apple, yeah. There used to be a Lego joint um, just up Puckle Street in Essendon. Like I think it was on the like, corner, yeah? No, I was like in one of the side streets, but I um, always wanted to go and then it closed down, but it's one of High Point. I've got to go. No, I mean, I, I, went yeah. there, I went there today. I was I freaked out. I'm like, oh, I could live here. I even, I even got a brochure. Like, I, I was like, oh, I'm like, man, Rizzy Ross, you know what it is. That's Get, it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. It's the way we're, we're building big things, building blocks <laughs> all the way to the top. Did anyone used to crash test? I used to build two cars. <laughs> I used to smack them against each other to see which one was the strongest. And I used to upgrade that one according. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. I used to, um, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to build my cars. Still do it, but that's another story. Uh, but when I was a kid, I used to like, Thing I was like I had like a racetrack and then like there'd be like trading paint and then like like the, the little lights would fall off and the little parts of the body would fall off and but and they come into the pits and have to repair and uh, it was you know, th- yeah things you do as a kid that that um but, that, you, but you still do it but I still do it yeah <laughs> uh, but Lego is uh is is one of those things where I think every I think everybody has an attachment too and I, and I think you know especially going to the Lego store today I was like I was like man I could live here I'm I'm in heaven right now this is like the best store ever. One thing I can't get over though is how expensive Lego is mm-hmm. for a little bit of plastic. I mean, I understand design's pretty, pretty good, but shit, they've been milking that for fifty <laughs> years. How old Lego? Fifty years? Was uh, it more? Just, probably more than that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty old, but uh, it's pretty expensive. Now Lego is good stuff though. I mean, you guys have all played with Lego, I'm assuming, at one point or another. Yeah. So uh, like, I've still got a Lego. My mum, since I was since I was a kid, she said I'd always get you a Lego for Christmas. So she always gives me like a little little box of Lego. So I, I, <laughs> at at the Christmas table, I'm there just build, building my little Lego for about five minutes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know, this is this is to the listeners. You know, I never had a Lego set because I could never afford one in the hood. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> I used to go to like the rich people's home and play it there, that's and you, then man. and then I tell mum that's what I want and um I'd, I'd never get it you know what i'm saying so now i'm all about lego you know building big things building dreams man you're building dreams you're building dreams with ross patrick man we'll start off with you what's happening with you man how you been car updates we'll get we'll get with into you uh we'll get with you first what's going on uh nothing man just you know just been working um 
car updates. Uh, not much really. Um, started looking into um, ordering colder and a colder intake or a short ram for my car. They're pretty pricey actually. I know, like I think K and N are charging like I think it was like eight hundred bucks for an intake. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, nah, it's not happening. If anything, I'll try find even like secondhand or make one myself. You know, just ridiculous exhaust. Probably straight after Christmas after. Because Christmas has taken a toll from spending on crap for everything. I'm um, definitely gonna. I've been looking at getting an um, X Force cat back. On order that. Um, just cause my my mate said just do a muffler delete, but I don't want a drone and whatnot. Yeah. You know, it would drive me insane. So I figured I just I spend you know was it I think six hundred bucks for a good exhaust system. Gives it a nice note when I step on it, it opens up and like that. Um, been contacting people about regarding H&R Springs as well. Mm-hmm. We're just to get lower the car for a bit, see how it looks, because the stock rims are all right. Yeah. Um, look good. Um, I'm, then I'm, if I was to change rims, I'm debating whether to go MPS rims, because they look nice off the BLs, or um, go generic and go like, obviously reps, but go like RPF ones or something. Yeah. So still tossing and turning or whatnot, but uh, you know, car, otherwise the car's just been fine. You know, just been chilling, driving me around. Clutch is doing my heading. I can sung to go a bit, but yeah, it was still drive. Yeah, you, you you'll be right with that. I think. Um, actually, I was going to say to you, I saw an MPS on the DIY Auto Parts wrecking page. BL MPS with the original wheels in in there. It came up today on on my uh, on on, the, on Facebook. So if you want to get there early tomorrow, I think that I think I th- they, either they released it today or releasing it tomorrow into the yard. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm clock off work at once, so maybe I might have to give him a quick visit because yeah. if, the, if, if the wheels are there and if the wing is you know, still in good condition, I might pick up that as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They've definitely got sussed out, but they, they, they had a black one there, so and your car's black, so you black, yeah. So that'd be definitely something you should go and have a squeeze up, but don't don't forget you need to bring safety boots, I think, now or, or just like steel, steel caps, and you'll be and you'll be right. Um, Rizzy Ross, what's happening with you, car updates, man? Um, nothing really, man. I, I think I mentioned something to you earlier this week. I've got a book in my car for a service with 60,000 Ks. It's only a year and a half old. But even under cap price servicing, they want to charge nearly 650 bucks. Oh, wow. Okay. And I had a look at the inclusions, man, and literally it's oil, air filter. Just a dealer? Yeah, at the dealer. Basic inspection. I mean, this is on the main website. Anyone can access that yeah. that sort of information as an owner. But, I mean, I I, I spoke to my friend, um, mechanic, and he's he sort of said, look, you know, if you're not if you feel no rush, um, we could do it in the next couple of weeks, and probably everything with all the inspections and stuff for about two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's right. now the issue is. Well, the only thing that I'm not too sure about, and he sort of said he, he'll have a look, is what happens with these newer cars when you have to reset the service uh, log in the computer itself? Mm-hmm. So is that something that only dealer can do? Or is that something that you know a normal mechanic can do as well? Because a lot of the manufacturers are holding that information. Yeah, that's, this is true. Um, this is true. But also, I think... It'd be done enough now, and Kia's, especially, they, I don't think they'd be so different from car to car. So I think they'd probably have a generic thing of, of, a, of a reset. So you'd, you'd, you'd be able to do it at some point, I'd say. 
Um, do you reckon that's an OBD thing, or is it a sequence like used to start the cars up or put it yeah, on with, that, the, with good... the button pushed in the dash, like for argument's sake? That's a good point. In a cluster, but it's probably done by OBD. If that's the case. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. And and he's sort of the same. He reckons he can do it, but it's like that's my only sort of concern. And worst comes, you know, worst case scenario is I take it back to the dealer and say, "Here's my service. Reset it." It's still under warranty, yeah? Yeah, yeah, seven years. So I've got about five and a half years left or whatever. But I'm thinking, you know, that's what I'm going to try and do. Because what they're charging, I clock up. I mean, my last service was probably in April, yeah. May. But because of COVID, I haven't been driving as much. But I clock up so many kilometers, man. Like, I'm back at the dealer every three or four months. Yeah. Um. So what they charge is just ridiculous. And, you know, I think it comes down to the resale value. And if I do decide to sell, I don't really care about the resale value. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why most people go back to the dealer to get a service from them, even though the dealers don't really do much in terms provided of... It's, provided it's, it's, um, low, it's, it's you've been stable. Book. Yeah. Yep. So apart from that, man, no real other car, perhaps apart from uh, my brother said he's going to look, he wants to get a new car uh, from his... Mark 7.5 Golf. So we're, I went out and had a look at um, the Kodiak, which I was mentioning earlier, but that's about it. So he's not going to go the SUV route, Kodiak route? Um, he wants, he does a lot of hiking and he's got a professional cycle, like, you know, road bike and stuff. So he wants a bit more ground clearance and save money on tax. So probably looking at um, salary sacrificing so he can use his pre-tax income. Okay. Um, but apart from that, that's you know. But he sort of wants to um, get something that's four by four and preferably European. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to get, he wants to keep it in that in that family of the VW family. Yeah, I think he does. But at the same time, his current Golf is manual, um, and the Kodiak I think is only in DSG. Mm. Um, so we know some of the issues around that, but. I mean, the dealer was shut. I had a quick look at the RS they had in stock outside. They don't have a lot of stock at all. This yeah. was this was East Side Skoda, which is in Nanavarting. Um and Skoda's only got a handful of dealers and stuff. So yeah, right. um, he sort of wants a black on black. You know how we do it. Um, <laughs> and so I but and I sort of said to him that the only thing that I would want in that car is that new virtual cockpit which has been around for about six months now i don't know if you guys have seen how they the audi volkswagen skoda sort of virtual cockpit pretty cool they are very expensive yeah so apart from that sort of upgrade um and i think with the technic pack you get like the Harman Kardon system and all of that sort of stuff if he can get that under 60,000, I reckon it'd be a goer, but I don't think there's much stock, especially what's already here. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's trying to save money on tax and get that stuff. But really cool car, man. Like even from the outside, because the deal wasn't open, the Alcantara seats um, and, you know, the red RS on all the seats sort of stitched in. I don't think they cut any corners on... Yeah. Um, on sort of the premium build yeah. side of things. And they look way better than the Tiguan's in my opinion. Yeah. Much better. So anyway, that's what's cracking. 
Nice. So, so is he gonna is, is that gonna be a two liter or one point four turbo? I think a two liter. Okay. Yeah. Two liter. Um, we'll have to see, man. I, I I guess it just he just wants a four by four. That's his only and a bit more ground clearance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. We haven't even looked at the the engines or anything like that. But it would more than likely be the two liter. The one point four is only in the entry level one, I think. So is this the Golf GDI motor? Um, I don't think so. No, I think it's a one forty TDI. I think it's a diesel on this one. Well, I'll have to have a look. I okay. haven't even looked at into that just yet. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's fair. Oh, well, it, I mean, they come pretty well kitted, and uh, they are apparently a nice drive. So if if if, if that's what he if that's what he's feeling, then yeah. And well, in in that sort of. We looked at the new, um, what they call the Skoda Kamek or whatever, and it's very small. It's literally like, I don't know, uh, like a golf on stilts. And then in the European range, there's not many four by fours you can sort of get for, um, you know, under 75, 80 grand. Would he venture out into something Japanese or he wants to stick purely to European? Man, I, ideally, I would think that a Subaru Forester would be really good for him. I was going to say that that'd be the better option to be honest. I, I I've driven one. I, well, it depends on which model. I've driven the newer one. Yeah. No good. Like I felt like I had no power. Mm. Um, the CVT. I don't know. I couldn't really comment on that because I didn't drive for long enough. But I felt like I had zero power, man. Yeah, like, that is one thing that they're sort of lacking, and I agree. It's not. It's not. It's not great. I did deliver a new one probably about a year ago. Uh, a Forester sort of. 2.5 IL, I think, which is just under the top of the range one. They're not bad cars, even like a Subaru Outback. But the issue with him is he sort of wants something European. And, and I agree that they, the CVT doesn't gel well with that, with that engine. Um, but that's the way Subaru and all of these car brands are going now, especially when it comes to their hybrid versions because all of the hybrids are automatics yeah and that's and, and that's a big thing so like i, I didn't so remember you were telling me adam before that you did drive it you drive that forest the, the new one and you were like yeah if they, if they had an xt model if it had a turbo i probably would have said yeah no as i'll get it but then i'm still worried like everyone else is about a cbt i mean there's a lot of bad stuff but there's also a lot of good stuff people are like it's fine hmm. make sure you change the oil even though it's got a lifetime filter but hmm. yeah i don't know and, and that's another thing, like, um, people do say the Subaru CVT is the one to go for if you had to go yeah. for a CVT. Because apparently the Nissan ones are garbage. Garbage, yeah. Um, hmm. Toyota has been making them for a while as well, but Subaru, I think, has been making for longer, the longest. Okay. Maybe, I don't know, I, from what I've read. But, yeah, they've been – I mean, I think they had one in the 90s, CVT. Oh, really? Subaru. I'm pretty sure I read something like that. Okay. Don't know what it was, but they had them for a while. I don't like driving CVTs in general. They feel weird to drive, man. And yeah, just, I agreed. I've, I've driven, I've driven a few, and it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not used to it. Like, I would prefer even just a shit, like a terrible automatic, compared to a CVT. They're just like, just the sensation is like doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm like I'm I'm killing the car, but yeah. just singles a single gear just takes you up to speed. It's just yeah, I know. Like not fun. Electric car. Yeah. Like there's just there's no feel of changing gears or anything. Mm. It just just goes. And that's the thing with Subaru. They kind of put that feeling in but there, that, so it, that, that mimics the gear, the gear changes. Change, yeah. yeah. 
eight gears, I think, or six to eight gears, something like that. It can mimic actual gear changes. But I read somewhere that does that actually put more strain on the uh, the drivetrain mm. because it's trying to mimic this feel. The, the CVTs aren't supposed to do that. I, I, if that's the case, I'd be worried about like, engine mounts and shit yeah. like that. Where you're feeling the the thing, right? Yeah. To get that feel from a CVT, well, it must just like shunt it into gear or, or just quickly change. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they mimic something. that. But... Does something to shake something or make a thud? Has to yeah. be something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are joined by the one and only hustler himself, Mr. Alan Singh. How are you doing, Alan? Good. Thank you, gentlemen. Apologies for my lateness. Not good um, enough. Not good enough. If it makes you feel any better, I was watching car videos <laughs> with <laughs> my brother in law. Um, yeah. It was over. We're watching uh, stuff on, what was it, the F40, something on the Maserati MC12, <laughs> a few other, a Singer Porsche, and um, I think a 250 Looser. Ah, yeah. So, so all the stuff that we can afford, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you no, know, we we uh, we came down and settled on um, a uh, GT4 uh, Cayman. All right. Uh, we yeah. so, so that's what we'd go for as the next uh, project car. <laughs> I like those. It's, it's, it starts with a princely sum of one hundred seventy-two thousand before on road. So, you know, it's quite uh, quite. Uh, you you've got that hustle money, so you you'll be you'll be fine. <laughs> I've got some loans, is what I got, and uh, hopefully they work out. No. but um, yeah, I apologise for being uh, late on that front. Um, You're right, man. Yeah, but I'm happy to join the conversation. I was going to say, um, just to add into the topic of the CVTs, basically what they would be doing obviously is going against the principle of a CT, CVT, which is continuously variable exactly. rather than being continuously var- variable. They're just going to hold it there at that ratio and then jump to the next ratio, jump to the next ratio. That'll make you feel like you're sitting in that but traditional like style sudden, transmission. Like a sudden jump, more of a shock rather than a smooth transition. To yeah. Like they could make a smooth, but I'd, I'd say they probably make it a bit more sudden. And again, I agree that's it's because it's not working the way a CVT should work. It's mm. probably not necessarily great for the transmission. That's yeah. the case that if they wanted to mimic that feeling, then why even bother with the CVT in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if you want to give it the, uh, the the natural feeling, don't put a CVT in. Like, yeah. It's that simple. Put a normal automatic. But then again, uh, I think they're putting CVTs because they are more cost-effective because there's yeah. less movement. Like, yeah. Anyone movement. tried the the new, like the Mustang 10-speed order? Oh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. My brother, he works at Ford and he's, uh, he's driven both the, the auto and the manual. Um, look, and like he, he, even take, he's, he's on a manual purist and all that, or three pedals, all you need. Like, apparently, <laughs> that, that for a Mustang, the actual dog shit, the 10 speed, he said, like, the way it goes into gear, it's just how slow it, it's the, the terrible. He, he reckons, really? that, yeah, very bad. Did he say the older six speed was better? Uh, I'm not sure about his take on the six speed, but I know for a fact that he said the the 10 speed, or I think it was a 10 or the eight speed. Um, yeah. It's been, yeah, they were, it's te- terrible. Like, worst thing ever to put in a Mustang. And they're having issues with them or? Um, issues. Uh, not that I, not that I can, I can remember. I, I'm not too sure if they um had many issues with the, the 10 speeds in the um, Mustang. I'm, I couldn't know. Because I know that that, that that transmission was a joint venture between them and Chevrolet, I believe in the state, in the States. So they, they kind of design that 10 speed for for use in their trucks and a few other things. I don't I, want to, I don't think it's the same tr- 10 speed that's uh, that's in my brother's new Ranger. I don't, I, and that that's a that's got a 10 speed. 
that, that's actually a bit of a rocket ship. That, that, that goes well, and then and it sh- shifts very smooth. And it's but I just feel like it's constantly shifting. Like is, it's just is your brother's Ranger the um, which is it that they are the two liter bi turbo? Two liter bi turbo, yeah. My, my brother's got the was it three or three point six? Three point two. Three point two. Yeah, three point two with the six speed. He was gone when he was going to buy a Ranger. He was got, was looking at looking at the, tossing between the bi turbo and the. 6.2 and he yeah, he went with the 6.2 he reckons that like mechanically even the engines are better apparently okay. the, apparently, apparently the bi turbos are gutless he reckons compared to yeah. the 6.2 i mean it's not as quick as i mean tyrone he's, he's got the 3.2 with the six-speed auto my brother's one it's probably quicker because it's in, it's in its torque range all the time but i still think yeah it, it could have had a bit more go it, it, you're right they are a little bit gutless uh is your brother's a manual or or a this is a 3.2 six speed he six bought, speed bought, uh, no six six speed auto oh yeah. Yeah, he, yeah he bought it brand new it's a 2017 or 2018 uh, yeah. XL4 ranger yeah no and has he, has he had a good run with it it's been good that car oh, yeah he loves it yeah perfect with yeah. it complaints yeah yeah um no, it's good. Like a lot of people with the Rangers really, really love them, or, or, they, or some don't like them. Um, I know the early ones had a bit of issues, but but the current ones seem to be seem to be okay. More like when they ran backwards, the motor literally turned backwards. Really? Did you see one of them? No. There's videos on YouTube of um, they switch off a range. I think I'm pretty sure it was the Rangers. Um, they literally switch off the car. The car pretty much comes to almost a stop, and then starts running backwards. Yeah. What the hell? We'll have to Google the video. We'll have a look at it later. <laughs> I've but, never um, heard of that. Yeah, the, the motor literally ran backwards. Don't know which motor, whatever it was, but um, it ran backwards. That's insanity. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> did, 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 did it sound different or did it? Oh, it just went off its head. Like it, it revved off its head. And I don't know how they stopped. I think it just stops itself. But yeah, it revs up. It's pretty scary. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at a video later. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I think that was just an early issue with them there. Don't remember what it was. That's messed up. Um, Alan, uh, I know you're unboxing at the moment, but updates with yeah. you. Car-wise, not a lot. The I ended up taking the uh, STI to the detailer. Yeah, is it all um, done? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, initially he had told me a week, um, kind of, he, that they want to keep the car for. So I dropped off on Thursday morning and he said, look, it, it'll probably be done by the end of next week, if not a couple of days into the, the week after that. So okay. nearly basically having two weeks with the car. Um, and if it was anyone else, I'd be like, you're being a bit dodgy here. Like, yeah. why do you need two weeks with the car? But since it's this guy, um, and I've obviously seen him work at this point for several years online, um, I'm okay with that because all I suspect is he's going to do some more stuff to the car for free, which, because he's obviously, I think there's there's a chance that the, um, the STI will be on one of his videos in the future. Yeah. Um, so he's just going to record his work and stuff. Um, so it's, it'll be about two weeks without the car, which I'm a bit sad about, but at least the car will be finally, you know, mint once yeah. I pick it up because I was, like I said, I, I've made, I've made no secret. I was quite pissed off at Subaru with the, um, delivery experience because mm. one, the guy who was supposed to quote unquote introduce us to the car never showed up. The guy's like, Oh, he'll be here in sh- in like five minutes. He'll be here shortly. The guy never rocks up. And then finally that original guy who had no business, I think giving us the car, he was just like, do you have any questions for me then? And I was like, look, I don't think, you know, you'd be able to answer any of the questions I had anyway, but let's yeah. just move it along. Um, yeah. And I saw the the condition of the car when I got home. There's like, you know, small scratches all over it. And I'm like, I'd expect a little better from a pre-delivery team. Yeah. Um, I understand, you know, like cars aren't always going to be perfect because, you know, you're dealing with different volumes and different costs when you're working at, you know, 
dealership. But just the fact is that a week later, I went with my uncle to get his um, Tiguan, which was a, an X demo. It already had a thousand Ks on it. And I could not find a single imperfection on that paint. Mm. So they actually, you know, put in the effort. They hired somebody to come and clean up the paintwork right before the sale. And that's kind of what you'd expect, especially for a completely brand new car, not even a demo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just, and I obviously haven't never watched the car while I had it until I guess this guy's going to finally give it a, an actual cut and polish, make sure everything's, I think he said around about 95% perfect paintwork wise, put the coating on and then I'll be happy. Yeah. Coating. Yeah. Sorry? Going ceramic coating? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going for the um, NV Nova Pro. So this is a, like, yeah, they've, the NV Car Care in Australia, they sell the coating here and they uh, do it locally. Um, you can get the Nova Evo as a customer, but if you want the Pro, you have to get installed by a certified installer. Okay. Um, yeah. So hopefully it all comes out good. Hopefully there'll be a video of the car being detailed um, oh. yeah, to watch. So that'd be pretty well, sick. What cars are the STI of the box? I, didn't know, I never um, heard about it or whatever. So what color did you go with? I just went with uh, the World Rally Blue because that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're, like they were trying to sell me a gray one at one point and i was like eh i could, i think the only other color i'd probably do is white uh, oh, but white would look good because they got the gloss black rims yeah 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 mm. doesn't white have like the, ne the neon green um or yellow the uh the black caliper. yeah the, the caliper's all neon green yeah um even on the blue one as well oh. so, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll probably we'll throw some photos on the uh the car talk page once it's all all done um yeah, it's just I, I I want to drive it some more. It's just I wasn't fully ready to drive it until the car was yeah in that yeah. kind of one bit. Uh, some other pro news because my detailing hustle, which I don't actually earn any money from, my new <laughs> pressure washer ended up coming in. Um, it was the the big boy pressure washer, which works for me because I'm a big boy, <laughs> and like it is leagues better than my old gurney. Even the new gurney that I had that I had to return way better than that i got it with like the um short wand and the hose pack that's like a 13 meter hose i can go all around the car and get everything down i've had some new products come in um there's a new um well, it's not really a new company in the world but it's new in australia and like the states and stuff koch chemi um they german they do a bunch of detailing products and stuff i still use some of the new stuff now um it is amazing stuff so i'm just having a bit of fun during the summer with that um i'm excited once the rexy well the sti comes back I'll probably drive it, get it dirty, and then give it a wash. I think that's the most exciting thing for me, which I'm like, it's a bit dumb when you think about it. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's something to look forward to. So, in other words, I'll be bringing over a few cars, uh, Mr. Mr. Yeah, Zing. yes, you will. Yes, you will. Uh, everyone. There's a lot of uh, scratches that need to be on. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a lot up every day. <laughs> yeah. My Ford's got plenty of scratches, man. I'll bring that around. You can buff them out for me. Hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I just do the wash part and the decon. All right. I tried my hand at polishing. I think the the, the WRX signed up polishing once. It turned out okay, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think I have the gift with polishing. I just need a clay bar then. Just clay yeah, bar. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do some clay barring. That's that's absolutely um, fine. Anthony says it's a car of the week, which we'll get to at car of the week. Mark says hi, legends. How you doing, Mark? And Tyron wants to know. Tyron's on here, but he's not, not on the show. Uh, what's in the box? Ah, well, to... just just keep watching. It's a PS5. It's a PS5. <laughs> no, no. Well, we already sold the um, the Xbox Series X. It'd be terrible if there's PS5 in here. Which if, um, if there was, if there was a PS5 in here, does anyone want to buy our scalper rates? Uh, mate, scalper rates. <laughs> oh, man, I got a PS1. <laughs> I don't need another one, man. <laughs> this hustle. 
Blake's like, it's okay, Alan, I can't polish either. And he with this with this uh, like a crying face emoji. Uh, yep, that's we leave okay. it to the professionals. Yes, unless it's but an old car, then you just go at it. I'm, I'm excited to see what's in this box. Are you, you're gonna just tease us by just standing next to the box. No, no. I'll, 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 the main thing is I don't want like knife and tearing noises happening in the mic. So I'm waiting <laughs> until the conversation goes away from me, and I'll start pulling more stuff out the box. All right, righto. But yeah, that's that's basically car updates for me. So I'm sorry I can't bring the STI to the station on Tuesday because it right. won't be here. No worries, no, no, no worries at all. That's fine. That's fine. Um, it's all. Um, Tyron's like, it's, is it all the R-rated magazines that that's in that's in there? I mean, there might be. You never know. <laughs> but you'll have to stay tuned. That's how we keep people hooked. We have a box. Everyone's like, what's in the box? It's a car show. It's got nothing to do with cars. But they're like, what's in the box? Uh, so Tyron's giving it to you. He's like R eighteen plus. Well, you should be on the show to to, to tell him that Tyron. But that's exactly that's Tyron. Some of us are here, you know, putting ourselves on the webcam, putting ourselves on the microphones. Week in, week out, week in, week out. Now, nah, all all good with you, Adam. Car updates with you, man. Zero. <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> you did some work today. I did. I did do some work today. Um, something that was probably I should have done a while ago. I just did a coolant flush. Um, on the Falcon, yeah. On the Falcon. Um. That's really it, man. A lot of shit came out of it, but otherwise, yeah, pretty good. Didn't bring it out tonight because obviously my um, my gasket goo needs to cure, but um, yeah, man, that's it. Just got to top it up tomorrow and she'll be right. Um, Alan's showing us where he's got Cyberpunk. Alan, did you give me a copy like I asked? Waiting for it. Oh, this must be supposed to be his PlayStation. Uh, oh, for the PS4. No, terrible mistake, my friend. Terrible mistake. He's unboxing it at the moment. Did you did you see the preview of it on PS4? No. Oh, it's... it's like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Really? Yeah, it's... it looks shocking. Dog shit. <laughs> Patrick's going ham. So I ordered this before the game was announced to be coming out in next gen. You know, this is the PS4 collector's edition. You better scalp uh, it. Yeah, so if anyone wants to buy it at way above market rates, please hit me up. <laughs> uh, that sounds yeah. good. He's still doing an unboxing on in, on the. Uh... This isn't a this isn't a tech show, man. Close it up. <laughs> you can drive cars in Cyberpunk. Nice. Wow. Um. Yeah. So this is the the whole shebang. I I'm actually playing the game right now on Xbox One X. That's the one. Yeah, it's not very good looking. I think I have to upgrade my PC and play on PC. Okay. Is it is it that that bad? Is it? Like, it just became a thing that they basically end up making it for next gen. And then yeah. they're like, look, you can run it on previous gen. It's not going to be a good time. Especially yeah. if you don't have, like, a PS4 Pro yeah. or Xbox One X. Uh, well, I, I think that uh, there's a PS5 out, says uh, Tyrone, uh, at you, um, Alan. So he's, 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 again, throwing some shade. <sighs> look, I, it's hard, you know, when he's not even on camera. He's being, you know, hard behind the scenes. <laughs> can't take him seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's all the updates with you, Adam? I uncovered the charger today as well. I showed um, showed um, my Mrs. Uncle just to... He's like, oh, I haven't seen him. I'm like, oh, come out, have a look. I'm like, I'm not uncovering the whole car because I can't be stuffed. But <laughs> here's, here's just the back half in the passenger door, and, and that's it. That's it. That's, that's the other, any other car update. Yeah, nice. With me, I've um, some parts are coming from the UK. It's coming really quickly. It's like a week and a half, and it's here, which is, which is awesome for the MR2. So obviously, as you guys know, I got it on the road. Um, I got my sticker set came in. So 
that's what my uh, floor. You um, dirty carpet. Um, yeah, you just see dirty carpet. But but basically, uh, uh, they all replace all like all the center uh, the center stickers and and their boot release and fuel release stickers because they're all, all either missing or completely just worn out. Got that. Got the um the lock for the for the spare wheel, the spare wheel um, clamp. So some other parts are coming as well. And I've got an original gear knob that that arrived as well, which will which will which will be good. Um, now it's, it's on the road, and we're actually really enjoying it. It's 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 getting better the more I drive it. I think because it's hasn't been driven in, a, in a, you know it's sat for two years while the guy was you know, in Sydney. So I, th- I think it's it's been it's it's been fun. But in getting in in going forward, I do need I think I do need to fix that that throttle cable, and I do want to get the aircon done. But it's that, that's not that's not a necessity. Tomorrow I'm, I'm taking off the steering wheel and um, the center console to go get to go get re, redone and, and sorted by the uh, interior guy, and then the interior should be pretty much mint. But Alan on Tuesday after the show had a bit of a drive, and so did Mr. Grasso today have a bit of a drive of the of the little MR2. Alan couldn't get the smile off his face, could you, Alan? I I had such a good time. Um, like I said then, and I'll say it now, I'm legit jelly. You know, if uh, if you weren't my friend, that car would probably be keyed by now. <laughs> or stole it. Um, like it was such a such a fun little like tiny package, you know. You know, it's like it's very go karty as you said. You're nice and low to the ground, which is considering how cars are these days. That's your nice, you know, change. Mm. It's refreshing to be like, yeah, it's nice and low. You know, you feel connected. Everything was obviously manual. There's no power assist in anything. Um, it was just it was just a great time. Like the the only thing was once again me being a big boy, uh, it was a bit tight. Um, you know, squeezing in there. Uh, with me, me girth, but it was just, yeah, everything just felt so like nice and tight and like, you know, um, it, it, the car would pretty much go wherever you wanted. It was a shame we didn't obviously get to go hard because there was speed humps and we were, you know, obeying the law, but I certainly would like to give it a go once the car's like dialed in, we've got those little like niggles out of the way and just, yeah, have a go then. So I think it's, it's just the car's asking for it. Like it'll be a fun time. The moment you kind of go for it, it's a fun time. Can you imagine it with a turbo? Yeah, have a lot of fun. That'd be grouse. <laughs> Even just a little turbo, just that little bit more. Yeah. That'd be a little bit more fun. Like it's fun, but yeah, there's definitely more that can be had in it. What's really surprising is I've never had a car that revs so high. It just keeps revving and revving. Like, like you think you've got, you know, uh, you think you should change, but then you still got another 3,000 RPM to go. You're like, oh, okay. I'll yeah, just, just felt like. Yeah. Felt like you're revving forever. But it's not a bad thing, but yeah, it's just, there's a lot to play in there. It's almost like, VTEC man, it's like v- you wait for VTEC to kick in, but it does kick in though when the yeah it goes, it's nice. Yeah, and and the and the exhaust note changes too. It, yeah, it's it, 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 it sounds real yeah. good. Yeah, so, I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. I still can't remember, but it uh, has a nice note to it. It's 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 been great. It's been you know follow us. Obviously, I drove it all day today. 30 degree heat and it's perfect. Didn't didn't overheat. Just just stay in the center. But I do. I, I'm starting to get used to the the little uh, the little weirdness about the car it, because I got the wrong set of wheels and stuff on there. The speedo is out by about 10k. So you, if you're doing 60, if you're showing 60 on the speedo, you, you're actually doing 50. So um, I, I put the the GPS thing on my phone just to you get know, like the actual real time you know you know speed speed tracker, and, and I was about 10k's off. And I but I do that with all my cars to see how far they how far off they are. It's funny though, the car that's the most accurate, the, the probably the one that's worth the least, which is the LTD. And that, if you're at 100, it's on 100. It's it's actually unbelievably on 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 spec. Typically, they're at like what three to five k, right? Yeah. 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 Depends on the car. I remember my uncle's Golf was out by like nearly 10 by the time you get to 100. 
Really? It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It's and uh, in a way, I mean, you, you won't lose your license. You won't lose your license, right? And you won't get fined as easily. But it sucks when you're going 100 and you're like everyone else is passing. Yeah, it's like, yeah everyone's passing you. The, the SDI have um, done the estimation. It's about 3Ks showing 3Ks over, which is quite nice. Yeah. The WRX is really good. I think if you're like 50, it was exactly on 50. When you got about to, you know, um, like 100, I think it was out by like maybe 2Ks at most. That's pretty good. Um, That's pretty yeah. good. When you got to about 200, I eh, got a, I think about like seven or eight Ks. Not that I would go to 200. I think it doesn't matter if it's accurate at that K, you know, like, <laughs> at that speed, who cares? I cares. I'm, well, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the cops would care. Nah, they don't care either. Yeah, I've got a little photo um, the, of a screen cap I took somewhere in Mexico where the max speed is showing two, 202.3, I think. In Mexico, was, yeah. there it is. You can see the max there. Yeah, the end. Yeah, the end. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that was a Mexican drive. You know, they have no speed limits there. The police are so nice. There's a go on Hefe, you give them a Corona and you're on your way. Do you have any trouble getting across the border? Your new mix, uh, new WRX. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> um, all, all the uh, all the, the, the trouble was on the other side, trying to get into New South Wales. I mean, Australia, I mean, America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. But yeah, um, the MR2, it's, it's, it's doing pretty well. So I've ordered a Rokokovi gasket for it because it has got a bit of a weep, not a leak. So, it, you know, I can get that, that sorted. So once that's done, I think I'm, I'm going to change the plugs, give it some new leads and just give, give it like a proper service like that. And, um, you know, I want to adjust the cable, but uh, I spoke to Rather, he's like, he's like, look, it's it's the, it's the original cable has done three hundred eighteen thousand k's. You probably wouldn't hurt, and they're cheap anyway. They're like they're like sixty bucks for for a new cable. Same yeah. as a Corolla. Yeah, same as uh, no, they're different because oh, they're longer. Yeah, longer. Um, okay. but he's like they're they're pretty cheap, sixty bucks, and and you know just just you know what, what you do is you pull the other you, you mount it, you just tape it to the other one and just pull it right through. So it, oh yeah, that's pretty. So cool. you don't have to you have to route nothing. Yeah, and yeah, you know, make your life a lot easier, make our lives a lot easier, and. But yeah, like I drove it last night, and I drove it into the city, and yeah, it was it was just perfect, perfectly fine. Took my mum to um, to a dinner she had, and I, I get I get to a car park, and there's <laughs> going up. Everything's reserved. Everything's reserved. Everything's. Reserved. I get right to the top, and it's it's, it's full. I'm like, well, that that it had about like two or three levels out of like the ten levels that were actually available for just normal people parking. So I'm like, oh, we're gonna gotta go back down. And meanwhile, stuck in bumper to bumper traffic in there, and it was pretty warm inside the um, car park. Mm. I did notice that, like, when it got when it got really warm in there, like you know, and I, and I wasn't moving, the revs were like a little little bit jittery. I think because it had probably a little bit of extra heat that wasn't escaping out of the uh, out of the engine bay behind you, I, and it has got an engine fan. But but no, it, was, it still drove okay, and, and it was it was fine. But I was just like, oh, maybe that maybe that's when it's yeah, it's it's not it's not its happiest. But apart apart from that, it's. It's really fun, and and, I, and um, I drove it this morning, and I went went to go get breakfast, and I'm in William, I'm, I'm in Williamstown, and I see this red Yaris GR with the plate Gazoo, uh, you know, as in for, for, for Gazoo Racing, gives me a big thumbs up, and I'm like, yeah, thumbs up to you as well. Like I respect that that Yaris, that's a cool car. As we as we drove past each other in opposite directions, and but yeah, those Yaris's look really really cool. And Patrick, you were saying you saw one, you know, the other yeah, day. I I saw a red one like four days ago, like um. Obviously, going towards you know Melbourne Airport, and you take the um, first exit into the, all the industrial streets. I was with my mate, you know, we're just you know doing safe activities. Of course, in his SV twenty three, we're not we're not we're not doing not being silly kids. No, not at all. 
I don't know. And I see this um sitting in a um in a red uh Yaris, G I Yaris, and I remember we were just coming past them, and then it was obviously stationary, and then he just punched it, and this thing went flying down the straight, and I was just so shocked, and I'm like, I need to get me one of them. <laughs> they are a fast, fast car. Like I've seen the review. Have you seen the reviews of them? They're they're I've ins- seen one, yeah. insanely insanely good. Uh, and I, I think for the for value for money propositions, they are pretty damn hard to beat. I just hope they don't go sp- uh, spike up in value because of COVID tax or JDM tax or. Well, you can't get tax. them as it is. Sorry, I don't think you can get them as it is. Yeah, they're very hard to get. Like very hard. I to think get. like Toyota did the same thing that they did with the. Super. When they launched the Supra, it was sort of a lottery sort of system to try and get him. Yeah, but you know what? That was kind of like with the uh, Focus ST. Remember when they first came out, yeah. like the first ST? Mm. Yeah. It was like... we, uh, we went the to Fiesta, Ford. the Fiesta we, yeah, ST. The Fiesta. Yeah. Sorry, I meant yeah. the Fiesta yeah. ST. We went to Ford and they were selling a second-hand, probably X-Demo, whatever it was. No, it was, it was second-hand. It was actually owned by actually, someone. Okay, so an actual second-hand <laughs> for at least a couple of grand more than retail. I'm like, are you guys for real? Yeah. Yeah. Get a brand new one. They're like, just how it is. I'm like, you for real? Like, that's whatever. And they you sold know. it too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, someone paid for it. Anyway. Yeah, that's the, uh, like, we're talking about, you know, a pretty unique sort of sports car that they've launched. Try and go to a Toyota dealer and ask for a RAV4 hybrid, six months wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same with Camry hybrid uh, hybrids. Corollas are still three or four months wait. So these are just standard cars and come these performance orientated cars they're pretty pretty hard to get just from a car market point of view but yeah they're really really cool cars I, i'll yeah I'd, I'd love to drive one for sure patrick i work with a lady who's got a brand like a brand spanker new um rough four and she had to wait like about four or five months for her to rock up mm-hmm. and i was reading that at the moment, like we've got record sales of hybrid vehicles in, in Australia. I think that is the highest it's ever been. So with that in mind, these cars are going to be, you know, I reckon at that point they can start charging more or they will, or they are charging more. Like at this they point. are charging more. They're, they're, there's barely any discounting on any of these um, hybrids from Toyota. I don't know if you guys know Subaru's recently launched their hybrids in their Forester. No, I mean, yeah, I did hear about that a while ago. I didn't know they were out there. Yeah, probably about six months ago, they launched, they had the launch event. And I think I mentioned something to Maddie earlier this week that hybrid sales are going to peak in the year 2028. So in seven or eight years from today is when they're predicting hybrid sales will be at their highest before we eventually transition to electric cars. So... That's- it's a really, really interesting segment. Nearly everyone, I believe you in Mitsubishi, the new Outlander coming out next year is going to have a hybrid variant. It's funny though that they're doing hybrid variants because like a lot of countries are phasing out hybrids or anything with combustion anyway. So... Yeah, that's right. It, it's, it's really interesting. Um, I think they think that in the next three to five years, they've got to capitalize on this, um, on this hybrid sort of uptake. Mm. Um, but the European standards in terms of the fuel emissions and stuff, they're forcing them to, you know, have bring these new powertrains in uh, to reduce them their emissions. Otherwise, they can't sell cars in Europe. Oh, it's it's just crazy to think that's the case. But then they can still sell a, a Yaris GR. You know, that's yes. just that's a big middle finger to everything that's that's that's, that's yeah. Hybrid. But you know what? It's it's great that they're doing it because. 
10 years down the track from now, we're going to look back and go, shit, we had cool cars mm. and now we've got Nothing. hybrids and electrics and it's just, they're going to be cool as well, but not, not like this. Nowhere near. No, definitely not. Yeah. It's one of those issues of, I, I, I find it hard to like imagine how cool a car can be when all you hear is like, mm, like, you know, you can be going fast, but that, that sound for me is, you know, half the, half the battle there. So do you think then maybe once we switch over to EVs and all that, car people or car enthusiasts, you know, as a community, as a whole, we will eventually die out because there isn't really much to do? I reckon there'll still be stuff to do, but it'll be expensive as, man, especially at the start, just like of anything. Hmm. I, just think, I just think it's – I don't think we're, we're ready for it as a society just yet. Like I, I don't think we're ready for that for that change. Like especially in, in Australia, we don't have we don't have the infrastructure up like full electric yet. We don't have we don't have that stuff. And it kind of just it's scary in a big way because it's a big change. Oh, what's interesting is that you know what's happened to us car people in the last ten years. How many like people are not modifying cars? The cars that could be modified are no longer around. So or they're very limited, and the prices have skyrocketed. So. You know, I think car enthusiasts uh, that love the 90s Japan, Japanese era, we won't be talking the same, you know, like literally in the 2000s, there haven't been many cars out of Japan that have been um, that exciting for car enthusiasts to do any modifications on, maybe the BRZ but or the 86. But apart from that, that whole, you know, segment of cars is no longer around so you know it's that generation's missing so car enthusiasts there'll be less and less of us yeah agreed. i agree i agree you're right i mean this is why like for example as you know i'm a high school teacher and you know some of the cars like when i when i brought the m2 to, to work that day the kids knew what it was like like they come and talk to me at lunch this is my year 11 they, they knew what engine it had they knew all they knew all about it they were geeking out over it i'm like like, what cars do you guys want? And that was still stuck in cars that we like, like you know, S15s and, and, and stuff like that, because because that, that was like you know, their, their kind of ideal era. But but for, for example, for them, for the whole, for the middle 2000s, like the noughties, nothing really attracts them, like especially from from the from the from Japanese um, cars. It's just like, well, it is it is what it is, really. Like this is just like, well, well I, I still prefer a car from you know the early early 90s or late 90s mm. and. You know, that's it's just it's it's interesting to to see that that's that transition. But I mean, Japanese cars in the in the noughties, they didn't. Re- I mean, they had a few little they had a few little things, but nothing was really. It in the eighties and nineties, like that's when like it was doing like I think now is with time. They've I feel like back back in the in the eighties and nineties, they were very brave and flamboyant and to to do whatever the hell they wanted and, mm. and experiment and whatnot. Because I feel like there was a market for that, but I feel like these days people are just, you know, they don't want to deal with, you know, flamboyancy or just, you know, crazy. They just want to stick to one specific thing. They don't want to diff- differentiate to the rest of society or the rest of the crowd. So that's why everything now, in my opinion, you know, all cars these days, they look very dull. Mm. No, granted, they may be 10 times better mechanically and whatnot, safety, but cars these the current cars like this generation of cars they don't have character hmm. that's what i believe i believe they like for example take alums you know wrx you know i'm sure it's his sti i'm sure it's a fantastic car you know 
does amazing things, but you know, but comparing it to, for example, a G a GCA, you know, STI, you know, is there like the actual rawness of a car? I feel like it's completely eliminated. Granted, his does have better handling, electronic stability, and all that. I feel like just you know, what we why why we exist is because we find character in cars, you know, and the stuff they do and the enjoyment. Sure, newer cars can do that, but can they do it as well? I believe is debatable, but me personally, my opinion, I personally believe that newer cars won't bring the same amount of enjoyment as, you know, 80s and 90s cars, not just from Japan, but from Europe and America. As yeah. Well. yeah, no, I mean, that's a good point. But I, I also think that um, that Subaru was probably, Subaru was probably the only company that was still kind of making interesting things. Like they, like they had, uh, oh, and Mazda as well. I'll, I'll, I'll give that. Mazda and Subaru, like, um, you know, Mazda had the MPS program in the '90s, which which were MPS six, MPS threes, which were which were fun cars and still really sought after and, and liked. Subaru still maintained the WRX. I mean, Alan had had a GD um, a blob by a blob by Rex, um, you know, and they've still kept the STI. Mitsubishi kind of died off. They're like, well, no, we are making the Evo. And the Evo is a great car, but then they just said, no, no more Evo. So which they put a CVT in it. Yeah, well, dual clutch in the. Oh, it was yeah, a dual, dual clutch. clutch yeah. Sorry, I thought it was a CVT, but yeah, yeah. dual clutch. But even that sucked. Yeah. If you don't, so, you don't service them every five, fifty, ten thousand k's. Goodbye. That's it. So, hmm. so I, I think that Golden Euro is, is something that people, that people hold on on, on specialty, but also on as a special thing too, I should say. However, uh, I think, yeah, go. I, I was going to say, I'm like, sorry, use my name there. I was going to just say that. There are cars in the current day that kind of give you that character, mm. but in terms of price, they're generally far more expensive than any mm. average person can afford. That's, I think, one of the biggest issues that arise. Like, if you're looking for that car that you're going to be able to just customize just from the factory, or you know, just have like real fun with those cars, like you're paying over a hundred grand at this point for them, you know. And that's again, like, as people obviously are spending a bit more money on cars than they used to. But not that kind of money. So that's the point of these Japanese cars. They were made for the average people like us. Yeah. They were made cheap and to compete with what was, you know, being put out by the um, more expensive brands. But you know, in Europe, that's why people and a lot of people like us, we fell from so easily and built off to what is, you know, one of the biggest, you know, car communities in the world. So they were the, they were the everyday hero. Mm. Um, and you know, uh, and now like, you want you want an R thirty one, and you're paying like seven grand for a shit box, and this is like no, it's it's <laughs> not where these cars are supposed to be worth. Oh, yeah. trust me, I can. I've already ranted enough last time about why. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, they. That um, can I? Sorry, sorry, I'll, I'll I'll just butt in like one second. That puts me onto a topic where you're saying that the guys at your school or the kids at your school were saying, oh yeah, we want like an S fifteen or whatever, right? An S15 demands like what were you saying last uh, last time, Patrick? Like plus. twenty grand, fifteen yeah. to twenty grand. Yeah. Oh, not even. Like I think I think it's a scam. Because in one of the pages, uh, one uh, an auction uh, popped up for an automatic uh, S15 GT. So it had the, the GT spoiler, leather seats, and all that. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it auctioned out at twenty six. Yeah, so twenty six, which, which is ridiculous for an automatic. You know, like. Yeah. So we're talking about high school kids, year 11, 12. They want to get their first car. They're not going to spend 30 grand on a 25-year-old car no, or thereabouts. The cheapest S15 or car sales right now is 37 grand. Are you serious? Yeah, they're ridiculous. 
when I was when I was looking for them, I could when I was in the market for one, I could pick. I could. I found one for fourteen grand, fifteen grand. The one for I messaged the guy for fourteen grand, and I said, "Put on hold. I'm coming. I'm picking up the car. I'm buying it. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy." The next day, yeah, sorry, mate. Someone came and offered uh, counter your offer. I'm like. Bastard, yeah. When I bought the Rex, I could have had a a 200 SX, but basically the same thing for like $9,400. And now, again, the cheapest 200 SX is what 20 grand on car sales. So, it's ridiculous. It's it's, Um, it's stupid. I think think you're right. Like in the secondhand market, when car enthusiasts were able to sort of buy a car between 10 and 20 thousand dollars, that was cool. I guess one thing we forget sometimes is how much these cars were brand new. Mm. So, you know, as an, as an example, I'm looking at a 1999 Honda S2000 manual. Brand new, there were $70,000. Sort of the same price as what you would pay for a, like a 370Z. 350, 370s. Yeah. So brand new, they were roughly the same. If I mean, if you look at inflation, then... They were a lot cheaper. Uh, well, sorry, the current cars are a lot cheaper than what those cars were. So we're talking like you know ninety nine. It's nearly twenty one years later, and you buy a a three seventy Z for about the same same amount of money. But you're right on the second hand market because there's less and less of them, and they're not. There's nothing in the two thousands era which the J- Japanese released that was very exciting or affordable. We're just we're just gonna see less and less of us because we we can't modify a forty thousand dollar S fifteen because nobody's got the money to do it. You're right. You spend you spend all the money on the car. Cheapest S three thousand is forty one grand. Oh, it's killing me. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, that is the cheapest. Then there's another one for forty two, forty four, fifty seven. Why is COVID um, tax? I, I still don't understand why COVID tax is an actual thing. I mean, supply and demand. I reckon the world's gone crazy. Yeah, it's gone fucked. Time to sell drugs. If I mean, there's less of them, people are going to want more because they can, and someone mm. will pay it. There's more of them. You have got a bit of competition. Like, I think it's just basic supply and demand at the moment. That's right. I think this is what it's sort of come down to in the COVID era, but in general, the cars that we're looking at, there's and they're so much more popular. And we've spoken about, you know, the mighty car mods tax and everything else. They're so much more popular than what they once were. Every P plater wants one. Every older person who were once a P plater wants one. Um, right. And there's not enough there. Why want them? If you've always wanted one, why get one now? When you clearly previously you could have obviously bought one for bought them for much cheaper. So I'm saying why now? What's this time now? Everyone wants one. I guess they just realize that they might not have another chance. Maybe so that's right. I mean, I, I've always wanted one. You know, that's, that's, obviously, that's always been one of my dream cars, uh, an S15 Silvio or an FD. Obviously, an FD's kind of gone through the roof now, but an S15 would always always fall in second. And just Well, well, Patrick, man, I've got an offer for you. The car, my car of the week this week <laughs> is something that I think is comparable and it hasn't got the COVID tax. It's, it's VTEC kicking in. It's everything that you ever wanted. Well, so, let's, let's get into it, um, into into what Rizzy Ross. Let's let's get into uh, car of the week because uh, I, I we are we are running out of time on the podcast. But uh, just before we do that, Merry Christmas, Car Talk crew. Um, heads to a, a great twenty twenty one from Darren, Doctor Rock Rindod. Thank you to you. Happy Merry Christmas to you all, and hopefully that you and your your family are doing very well. Just give you a big shout out. Thanks for sending us a comment. 
But we will share the screen. So Riz, explain to us the, the incredible car that this is right now. Oh, look, this here is, all you have to do is read the first sentence in the description. Experience this rid. Now, this rid that we've got here is a 1989 Honda Integra manual. $10,000 and it looks pretty immaculate for its age. It looks like one of those cool cars that we've been talking about. You know, and... The engine bay, the wheels, there's, you know, the inside, it's got... Look at the gauges. It's got more gauges there than, you know, even the S15s came with. (laughs) It's one of the coolest examples that I've come across of a car that us car people would want. Um, And located in Queensland, I I think it's a really, really nice sort of example. Um, it's even got front power windows, power steering, sunroof. For a car in the late 80s, this, this Honda's got it all. And it that's before. Huh? It actually looks very clean, like Adam said. It does. It looks tidy from like this angle that we're looking at it right now. It looks, um, it looks clean. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a really good example of not one of those, um, was it auto salon sort of uh, modified vehicles that are just, you know, where people spend 40, 50 grand on and they look like crap. This awesome. is pretty cool. Has the, it looks like the block's been painted. The block has been painted. Oh, oh, how else are you going to get additional killer wasps? Well, it, it's had, yeah, you're right, Adam. It's, it's had, it looks like it's got extractors, it's got a quarter intake, trap brace, this, that. Yeah, it, it's, had, it's had money spent on it. It actually looks, you know, it even looks really tidy in there. Uh, it's got it's got um a little well. yeah a lot yeah. of bracing underneath and, and and on top fully it looks like it's got a full stainless steel exhaust that wouldn't be cheap um yeah so it's, it's got racing seats in the front as well there you go so that's my little car of the week and all of this magnificence um for measly ten grand measly ten grand and it says here experience is rich as you said. <laughs> This car is powered everything, completely rebuilt from the ground up. Uh, includes a highly modified engine, suspension, body, and exhaust. Too many, too many uh, things to list. Ring for more details. 10k. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a it's a clean example of the cars that I guess put a smile on our face. Hundred percent. Yeah, I I totally get that. That's one. Yeah, it's an example of one. This is um. This is my example of my car of the week. It's not, it's not the perfect example, but it's, it gives me the idea because there's a few outs now because of the changed uh, import laws, mm-hmm. um, which means you can pretty much have a four-door Supra for a smidge of the price of a legit Supra that's, that's probably going to go out at the moment. So you, some of you that know will know what I'm gonna, what's going to share right now, and whoever doesn't, check it out. So this is an Aristo. Ah, uh, sweet. So Aristo, uh, whatever year this one is, but they, they range from like 96 to 2004. Obviously, it's a four-door. Actually, no, pretty much it's not a four-door Supra. It is, it's an Aristo because they, were, they came before the Supra. Technically, the original Aristos were built before the Supras were even released. Hence, they had two Jay-Z before that. So nevertheless, this is a... Four door super, if you want to call it that, with a two JZ, and I think 
four speed autos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with the autos, these things pull like a train because mm. obviously you got that two JZ with the sequentials. But once you dump a massive um, single yeah. turbo on there, these things haul ass and they're grouse because they're a family car. <laughs> they're pretty much a family car. Mm. I know it's not your your XR6 turbos with, with ridiculous amounts of power, but this is a cool car. I think they're a good buy for what they are. And if you're out of the market for a Supra and you can't afford it, this is like the next best thing. That's my opinion anyway. I mean, you're still getting, you're still getting that twin turbos. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, but not in a super form. And that they're based, they are a GS 300. So that in, in, in what pretty much. Got. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to remember today, but yeah, GS 300. So pretty cool. Oh, I like it. I'll go next. We'll let Patrick go next. Kate. Patrick, uh, the board, the floor is yours. Awesome. So for my car of the week, I've decided to go and venture out a bit different than I normally do. This car is actually um, uh, quite different from what everyone has shown so far. Um, but I reckon these are probably one of the best bang for buck to go off-roading. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. A 1999 Suzuki Jimny. <laughs> As we all know, um. Uh, Mighty Commons just recently bought one, so you know the MCM tax is going to go up. <laughs> yeah. You grab one now for a low price of five grand, and I mean, they're sick. Like, are they I, I, spokes? Yeah, mm. with little, white brown and that thing's had a respray, but yeah, that's cool. Little K car, you know, it's just look at it, it's so cute. But, I mean, <laughs> wow, the seats are patched. Yeah, you know, that's, that's all right, but you know, we ignore that. You know, it's a proper off-roading car, so, you know, you're going to yeah. get it dirty and whatnot. Are they all-wheel drive? Are they real-wheel drive? They're proper full-wheel drive. Oh, if they've got a transportation and everything. All-wheel drive. Or, and they're not like, you know, some four-wheel drives that, you know, they're front and the rear. These are rear, rear two fronts. So if you want to do some skids in there, you know, you even got a little backseat for your children, you know, take them on off-roading adventures. You know, it's just... They're a sick car, and have you seen? I've seen. I was watching videos on them today, actually, after the Mighty Car was one. They, they're pretty capable, man. Even on stock, yeah. form, you can do with them. Like com- competing with your big boys and your patrols, your Hiluxes, your uh, cruisers. You know, they do. They keep up well, and the aftermarket scene apparently is huge on them as well. So you can imagine what you can do. You know, chuck a set of twenty nines, lift it. You know. <laughs> Out of curiosity, how much does it weigh? Is there a one point three liter? Um, this is yes. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a full banger one point three. How much it weighs? Yeah, curious because it's uh, a small car, man. Should be under the dimensions of weight. Yeah. yeah. What we got? One point four. Wow. Uh, that's actually not bad. Yeah. That's light. With the four wheel drive gear, it's mm. actually not that bad. And they probably live axle front yeah. as well. Mm. So, um, go to details. What does the description say? Nothing. Because <laughs> they sell oh, them. Sorry, so sorry, comment here. <laughs> uh, to 99.9 Suzuki Jimny Auto, a Domino 235. It's all right. Roger until, look at that, there's uh, 26 on the 6th next year. Car work, working perfect. Perfect, perfect. yeah. Never had yep. any issues. Aircon needs regas. Spare tire missing. <laughs> Oh god! And it looks like he's, he sprayed the car with a rattle cam because it's it's all it's all, over all, all over the wheels. Have you seen the? He's yeah, seen the yeah, but you know it's off off running, so you know appearance yeah. is never you know on point. You're gonna get a scrape, model. <laughs> you're gonna get that spot. Oh, and this is this is sick, man. Honestly, would you boys own one of these? Or I would. I would. I'd really want one. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're sick, man. And the new ones, apparently they, they sold out in the new ones and everyone's going crazy. Yeah. So um I was I was uh I was <laughs> I was speaking to a guy he's from Sri Lanka and he's like to me, he had a he had a Jimmy and uh, over there and, and all these mates were going full driving and they, and they laughed at him for bringing his Jimmy along, but they all had like because the, they had like, land cruisers, land rovers and, and, and the likes. And here he is in his Jimny and like they're going up this thing and they're getting stuck. Um, and the jimny has got a smaller, a smaller track. So he's like, he's like, Oh, I reckon I can get up that. And he went up cause he, he didn't use that. Well, he went right in the middle of the other car's tracks. Cause they had all he these, fit, and he fit, fit in, between. in between and he got up and they were all like, how the hell did this guy get up? Small wheelbase, narrow wheelbase. So they are a very, very, very cool car. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of a big fan of a jimny. Alan. All right. One moment while I close my curtains. I have to screen share on my desktop. And here Make we are. Close the inappropriate stuff again. Yeah, the right <laughs> always, screen. Always, always do have to turn off the uh, OnlyFans. Um, where were we? It's the Caldina, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is the Caldina. Oh, God. It's Caldina GT4, sir. So. Yeah, they are. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, grab this unknown beast, the Caldina, with 260 uh, halal snack pack. Um, <laughs> two two liter turbo petrol, very very rare car. Bought it, but I changed my mind looking for off road cruiser. It has some cosmetic damage, but very easy fix. Nice color, great looking wagon. Um, and the review about this car is also not registered, might help get roadworthy depending on their schedule. So, cars running and driving for the princely sum of eighty five hundred dollars. Drews, it's got only one hundred forty eight thousand k's. And overall, in the pictures, see the uh, import approval. Um, just a picture of the dash needs a bit of a clean up. Lovely automatic um, gearbox. These yeah, are the ones uh, that only came as autos. The previous gen you could get them as a manual. Yeah, but this engine, um, the GT4's engine, it does 191 kilowatts, so pretty neat, I'd say. And they are, uh, they, they are a 3S GTE, so mm-hmm. like they're, they're, they're an MR2 turbo engine, sleek GT4 engine. Yeah, room for the whole family, you know. Um, Lovely wagon. It'd be fast. Um, mm-hmm. Japanese reliability. A good price. That's uh, that's what I'm bringing to the table today. I like it. I like it a lot. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Time for you guys to lose. Um, Ooh, that's spicy. I'll stop the share. So, we all know with the bends, you break till you go on. Isn't that right, That's it, man. Or as uh, Papa Junior says, Mercedes number one. Triple A, triple A best car quality, and you know you're you know you're you're super you're super rich uh, when you keep this Benz from day one all the way till you die. Now this is the type of car that uh, when my when my Facebook decides to load, I think, it, I think it's because it's the type of car that doesn't want to be shown. Look at that! I mean, it crashed. <laughs> wow. I mean, if you can't bring the car up, Maddie, we can't score you. So you, I think that's a disqualification right oh, there. Don't, yeah. don't start. Yeah, I think so. We got, we, we, we're running out of time here, Matty. I think, uh, you know, you have 10 it's more back. seconds. Right? Oh, it's back. It's Nine, back. eight, seven. Oh, eight, it's, share, share, share. it's sharing, it's sharing, it's sharing. All right. All right take it away. Awesome. Mercedes-Benz 280E. Now, this is 1984. It's one of the last of the W123 chassis. Uh, this one here, exterior, interior, in Fabulous condition, electric sun, electric um, sunroof, electric windows, all working, no cracks or dents. 
Over 11 months of Rego, genuine original plates on the car. Always garage, no road wheel, no offers. Price to sell from one deceased owner. So it was that good that he didn't or she didn't need to buy a new car. Now look at look at the paint. It's mint. This car original original plate is it says cow. Is it cow? See, plates. I love them. So, but it looks so original. Like that uh, is awesome. I think I can fit my whole head in that gap. Gap, yeah. <laughs> I, really, that's a high. That's a high car, man. Forget about a chimney. This is the real off-roader. <laughs> well, in in Africa, they 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 still use these to go everywhere, man. Like the, so, but look how clean the boot oh, is. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's got two hundred eighty thousand clicks on it, but if you know for an old proper Benz, not an issue. Got cruise control as well, which hopefully works because my one doesn't. That's cool. But look how look how neat and well preserved this car is. The interior is immaculate. Like it looks, it looks really really tight. It's missing a little piece of wood trim here. Shit, man, forty five as well. But, for, for a car that's that original and that clean, at 11 months rego, mate, what you'd do is you'd, 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 you'd uh, put the red, you'd sell the rego in, get it on a, cl- on a club permit, and you'd be, you'd be laughing with a car like this. Now, the, the chrome work looks good. Um, you know, everything looks really, really tight. This actually had me like thinking, oh, I, I, you know, if I didn't get an MR2, I'd probably go and have a look at this because this is like, uh-huh. it's, it's, in, it's in really good condition. Like for a club car, um, you're getting that lovely straight six, that, that 2.8, which which Mercedes were really really renowned for. And these have got, these have got a, uh, um, you know, uh, air conditioning in it as well. Mm. So, you know that it's a it's a quality motor. Uh, and when you sorry, when you th- shut the door on these, you get a thunk like they they are mm. Mercedes bank vaults quality back then. That's when <laughs> that's when they were pro- properly made. And the more I steer at the front, the more I see a Bentley. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the more I stare at it, I see a Bentley there. I don't know what it is. I think it's the lights or something. But yeah, yeah it's tidy. And um, Riz, like, I know you're after a club car, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's that cheap. is awesome, man. It looks like it's in the ranges as well. Yeah. In the, in the Dainong ranges. So yeah, it's really, really cool, man. Um, it's owned by a lady named Amy. Amy uh, Sharp. Amy Sharp. But yeah, it, look, it looks really, and like, again, these are bulletproof in terms of reliability. Like, yeah. They were a proper Benz. And, and as you know, Riz, you're broke till you got one, man. So I think this is your chance to, to, to not be broke. And then uh, you might actually make money off this car. Like if, That's like, right. It's That's super cool, man. Might have to reach out and uh, see if me and the main MR2 man can head up there. Alan might need to come release his STI. Yeah, I, I completely agree <laughs> with that. But yeah, that that is my that is my car of the week. I think uh, I think it's a corker, a corker example. I've got Benz. That's 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 my vote. I'm drawing your Benz. Yeah, that, that's clean for originality. That's cheap, man. Yeah, Matt, you, you got me, Benz. Cheers, dude. Adam, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've look. It's clean, right? It's nice. I don't know. I'm never I've never really been an old Benz fan, to be honest. And I'll probably get shot down hard for this. I think they look ugly. That's just my opinion. It's timeless, um, Adam. I know, but it's it doesn't do anything for me. That's fair. But um, look, it's clean, so I'd say that too. Um, but like, yeah. if you had to choose one, like, you still got you got other options. You got you got yours. You got the Caldina. You got the Jimny. This is pretty clean in terms of value for money. And if you want to go to Club Reg, if you look at it in that sense, this is the one to go for. Because a, it's what four and a half grand, mm-hmm. cheap. How many k's it got? Two hundred. That's nothing, nothing, right? Yeah. 
And yeah, like you were saying, it's already got 11 months reg. Do the transfer. It's already cheap. You're going to pay nothing for transfer. Get some cash back, club register, done. I'm sure it doesn't need much for Roadworthy. And even if it did, it won't cost that much. And they are bulletproof, those. So, yeah. So, yeah, for, for the instance of going to Colourbridge and uh, cheap access or cheap entry to it, that's the vote. For sure. Alan? Um, I missed a lot of the conjecture going on because my internet decided to crap itself. Um, <laughs> I am, what, what are the votes at so far? Well, it's currently three for the Benz and nothing for anything else. That is shameful. I am voting for the Integra. Yeah, the Tech. <laughs> we can't have the Benz win. That's <laughs> too late. <laughs> you can, you can, yeah. You both, uh, I think the tag was was really, really good. I really liked the tag because it was it was so it was actually in really good condition. Like, and I think a lot of money's been spent on it to just keep it in pretty good condition. Someone liked it. Someone They're liked really it. Yeah. Uh, it's a I, Jap versus Euro. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. I got your back, Riz. <laughs> oh, good, my man. But I, I want to show you guys one more card before before we go, which is from Anthony. It's his car of the week, which is which he sent he's sent in to us. But I really no like vote for it. I really like the Jimny. The Jimny is really really cool. That the Jimny's getting my vote. You know you know I would really like a Jimny. If if it was a manual, I think it would have probably won tonight. I think just because it was an order, it's a bit of a it was the only letdown on it. So, but uh, Anthony's saying in the chat now uh, the Merc is is mint though, and it is so clean. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely deserves the win there. So I think I'll take the win. Thank you, gentlemen. I will happily take that win. So I think I think that Merc is is Riz. You know, you know what I'm saying. You broke till you got one, man. Um, don't don't miss out on the on that opportunity to to, to go, go check that out, man. The chat, you know, to go uh, the Merc is, is mint. No, that's that's the, the thing going off its head. Um, so this car in particular is the next one I want to is the next one I want to screen share with you guys because this is what this is Anthony's this is from Anthony. No, surprisingly not for the first time in his entire life. <laughs> um, it is a '83 Jeep Cherokee. Now, oh, 360. 5.9 liter, 360 V8. It is electric. Torque. <laughs> it's a torque flight auto. Last of the AMC models of these. Now this is like a great. I believe these were the Grand Wagoneer, and. I mean, the paint works a bit. Hey, actually, it's very how you going. Very but they are quite a rare car, and it looks it, it is on a on a, on a club permit. I'd buy it just for the engine. Yeah, that four and a half grand, not bad. <laughs> these are very sought after, especially like a lot of people restore these because these were like the cream of the crop in terms of like big four wheel drives of you know American four wheel drives. Uh, and Anthony keeps messaging me and making my thing go off. But this one, yeah, they they were a really really cool car. But big motor, five point nine liter, three sixty V eight. That's that's a that's a big engine. So, I uh, yeah, I do like that one. Uh, thoughts on that one, boys? Not bad, good choice. Um, look, I I don't want to get another ticket on the road. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I'm I'm behind the force. So yeah, I, I, I like that. But Riz, man, I, you know, it's hard. all Riz means is oink oink oink, piss off. Yeah, Riz, I know you're you're after a uh, a car for like yeah, you know, like uh, a bit of project. I know you're after a Japanese car, so I know the Merc wouldn't be your your cup of tea. But if you had to, that's a, it's a good option. Yeah, man, I I really do. I mean, just for a drive up to the ranges uh, with the main man in the MR2, the main man in the STI, the main man in Mazda three. It, all the main men up there and hopefully being chased by Anthony and her Jeep uh, undercover cop car. Uh, we've got to get up there, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. We're going to do a Toge drive up after the scene as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get the Toge on, go in the Eurobeat, go ahead. Anthony says, noted Riz. So he's, he's, he's taking it to a. What's the problem, Mustafar? Love him, Mr. Drifter. Yeah, when, when Anthony chases us, you know, in, in the ranges and he, and he inevitably loses it, and you know, he's like curved up the car, we're like, what happened, Mr. Drifter? Oh, I lost it. <laughs> that's what he's saying. Uh, well, yeah, I can't believe I've won. That's, 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 that's the third week in a row I've won now, uh, Car of the Week. People yeah, just feeling bad for you, mate. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's... <laughs> the main man's picking some good cars. Yeah, I know. People are just feeling bad for him. I'm picking some, I'm some great cars, but yeah, good cars tonight. I, I, I'd rock the Jimny if I had to, because it, it, it's provided that the paintwork isn't as shoddy as it as it looked. I would probably probably buy that. Oh, oh, mate, it's going to be. Hey, a bit, hey, hey, Patty, let me let me tell you. When I have to find a car of the week every every time or every week that I'm on, I start with Daihatsu's, <laughs> then I start with Suzuki's, because they they are my favorite sort of Japanese small cars, what they could do for their size. I oh, think yeah. it's, you know, um, it, yeah, I, I really, really do like, like I said, Suzuki, Dahatsus, even the older Hondas. That's how I came across the Integra, you're low to high. But yeah, I really think that, you know, the, the, the Jimny is pretty cool. They are very sought after. I'll tell you what, Riz, I reckon that, that Integra would drive beautifully. Yeah, it's um, it's in Runaway Bay on the Gold Coast, so yeah, it'll be you know worth us uh, once we're in, once we're not in COVID, get up there, you know, if it isn't sold. Yeah, but like in terms of condition and uh, it's very period of the mods of the early two thousands. However, it's not over the top, so you can still take out those gauges and, and, mm. and make it just that little bit nicer. And I think you got a great car. Well, just just quickly, I was coming uh, back from Albert Park yesterday, and I saw a. Uh, a gentleman in a Kluger with, I think he had three gauges and he was swerving through traffic, uh, a 2019, 2020 Kluger around Caulfield doing lane changes. And he had a huge Highlander um, sort of sign at the back of it and neon lights under it, like purple neon lights. What the hell? And, and this was a black, this, this was a black Kluger, uh, Highlander, as he put it. Um, <laughs> and, and just looking at that, it just made me think about how cool were the cars from Japan in the 90s. And, you know, and we just don't see that anymore. But it, it did. It was silly, but it did, you know, bring a smile. But what can you do with the current cars? Not much. Yeah, you can't. And then. Yeah, I I I agree with you. I I probably have a smile at that. Like I, I had a real good smile today when I saw that that um that yeah yeah I'm like that's mm. it's cool you know like yes thank you someone's got you know someone's got the uh, the the will to go buy that because like because mm. as we know as we know it's a very not non kind of a thing to do these days. So mm-hmm. but yeah, that's uh I think ideally would be the you know it, it yeah you're right it it it, it would bring a smile to your face regardless because I, I think that's i think you know seeing that you're saying yeah he's monitored the way he's like but because we can't really do anything else these days with, with with them i think that's a great thing i think that's a podcast gentlemen thanks maddie thanks guys Thank Riz, you guys. Blog. carlo.com.au guys if you want to know what others are paying for new cars check us out
Yes, Car Talk with Manny J. If you miss any of our previous episodes, it will up a challenge on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting out. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Check out our merch on Teespring, Car Talk Store. Check out our, uh, all our podcasts. Check out our, our Facebook page. It's Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-E. Alan, plug. Check out Sunrise Arcade on uh, Northwest FM every Saturday morning at 10am. The podcast is usually up sometime after that on Challenge and iTunes and all that. Um, and you can like and share our Facebook page as well. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Sunrise Arcade. Sounds good. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Riz. And thank you, Alan, for coming on the show today. It's always a pleasure. And I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. Gotcha. Easy, boys. Yeah. It is.